WebmasterRadio.fm, keeping you out of rush hour traffic. Cover story. Cover a story or attain that coveted story. Get it? That is exactly what you want. Quoted as the expert, the story, headline, the spin. Every week, join us to talk about all things important to relating to the public. Your public. Craft your image. Promote your products. Create expert status. Become the buzz. Join us with the pros. PR 101. Crisis management. Media blitzing. It's all here on Cover Story. We're reserving a headline for you. Hey, everyone. Welcome to Cover Story. This is Brandy Shapiro-Babbitt, and I am joined with the super charming, super handsome David McGinnis of PR Web and Mick Jolly, respectively of PR Web. Good afternoon, gentlemen. Good afternoon, Brandy. How are you? Oh, excellent. It's a beautiful sunny day again, so I know. a rare, rare event out here, but we love it when it happens. Yeah, look at this. Coast to coast, we've got great weather. We love that. I think... Um, Today's first lesson on cover story is that life happens and things change and um, one needs to always have a strong backup plan so that you can always look your best. Would you gentlemen not agree? Oh, definitely. definitely agree. And uh, sometimes you also have to have a strong network of people you can uh, rely on in a pinch too and, and that's something that needs to be developed over time as well. Exactly, exactly, because it is extremely unfortunate. We had as our guest plan today, uh, Nani Vinkin, who uh, I, I believe most people, um, because I've walked in public with her and they're constantly going up to her, most people know Nani Vinkin as the lead designer on the Learning Channel's In a Fix uh, television show. And she's also uh, a world-renowned designer and has worked uh, with many, many celebrities amongst being a DJ and past a black belt in karate and all sorts of wonderful, crazy stuff that make her a well-rounded individual. Um, she unfortunately had an emergency last minute and was not able to join us today. And um, she sends her regrets, and we'll have her back on very, very soon. But we do happen to have, as you mentioned, thank goodness, a great network of people that we can reach out to have, who have valuable information to share with the community. Uh, and I think we've got a great guest with us today. Yes, we do. We have uh, Mark Effinger, who comes with us from Ideal Fisher and Exit Path. Rich who, uh, content. promoted all kinds of interesting things. In fact, uh, just recently we had a chance to visit with Mark uh, up close and personal, and uh, he's promoting a neat little item that's uh, more or less like a trike that you could use as a, as a pseudo-ski machine, even in Florida. Right. <laughs> it, which... I mean, it, it's fascinating. And, you, and watch, watch a, a big guy like... Uh, Mark to move so gracefully on this machine. Yeah, it, was, <laughs> it, was, it was fascinating. Yeah, that's fascinating. And and it's not uh, just uh, you know watch him in person. The man's taking this thing on a on some sort of an ultra marathon, where it's like fifty miles up hills, down hills, competing against bicyclers and 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 you name it. Uh, just uh, he, he's somebody that not only uh, promotes a product, but he actually uh, lives with it, so to speak, so that he really understands it from the inside out and, and and so he knows the consumer perspective not just uh, what looks good on a on a glossy marketing uh and slick that somebody might put together so which is which is i, I think uh something that you have to commend the man on is, is his dire interest in actually looking at the product from all perspectives no matter what it is so with that being said uh should we welcome on board uh Brandy? Well, actually, right before we welcome him on board, above and beyond these uh, phenomenal, I mean, because this man is, the, I think, an expert when it comes to really being able to look at people and find 
um, value in ideas or products, he also is the president of Rich Content, which really helps people to deliver and deploy um, their fabulous ideas to the marketplace. So, yes, let's introduce Mark Effinger. (laughs) 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 Right now, not only would I go to heaven, but they'd have this really nice red carpet, and it'd be great. So. <laughs> well, we can we can get you the the right carpet. Will actually be in New York next week. Oh, excellent! That's right. That's right. It's SEO time. Yeah, it is. We're doing, gotta love that. We're we're doing a, a big big bash in New York, actually, with a red carpet. So you know, come walk the red carpet with us. <laughs> cool, man. I'll be there in one form or another. Believe me. <laughs> there you go. You know, I, I actually spent um, uh, spent a weekend up in the as north as you can get in uh, Washington State this last weekend, and had an opportunity to meet face to face with the guys at PR Web just to see if they were real and tangible. And it's true. Um, <laughs> and you're right; they are they're beautiful and charming people. And what an amazing group up there! I, I got to tell you, it was really fun, and um, it's so great to see all this stuff that we've been doing digitally come together in the physical presence of their office building and, and the people, everyone from their, their CFO to, to Mick, who is um, also is a stand-in for Mr. Clean. <laughs> and, <laughs> and, of course, I mean it in a great way. <laughs> oh, my, oh, my head just went in so many different directions. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, and I mean Mr. Clean from every angle, man. These guys are great. <laughs> Um, you feel very safe up there. And no, then, you, absolutely. And David, we had, we had a blast. It was great. Dave's, Dave's this um, a real-time computer. And so as you're going through ideas, and you're talking about ways to, to um, you know, approach the market and, and some of the things that we're seeing as far as trends. Is, you know, they've got phenomenal analytics on their, on their uh, products, their PR web, uh, web products. It's great, and you could see his, his eyes going. And then suddenly I would see on my BlackBerry, my little wireless BlackBerry, I'd see little pings come through. And it's David making changes or doing analytics right there in real time while we're talking and pinging me back with, with uh, little things that he's noticing as he takes a look at our results and, and other stuff. It was, it was such a blast. That's so. awesome. Yeah, now I have to say, I, I, I chose them. <laughs> just for that sheer fact. I mean, not only do they have an amazing product, but they are. They're, they're wonderful stand-up people that you can count on. And, like, if you look at some of the things that they've done, which are not necessary to do to contribute back to their community. Oh, yeah. The, uh, like, above, like, freaky above and beyond. So it's like a testimony <laughs> to the fact that, like, goodness does exist in the world, and what you give out is what you get back. Oh, man, you have no idea, Brandy. When, when we were up there, we did a little tour. We had lunch, and we did a little tour of, the, of not only the area, but facilities and the rest. And started talking about homes and living situations and stuff. And just visiting the neighborhoods that they live and seeing, I mean, this is stuff right out of um, Norman Rockwell. Right. <laughs> you, know, I, you know something? I've never been there, but I, I, I can picture that. I can't even think of it being anything else. Oh, no, it's, it's great. I mean, you know, here I am. I'm, I'm in the big city of Portland, Oregon, or, or just right next to it. And, um, and I think I'm in this little place we call Hooterville, which is named after the Petticoat Junction. Shane Russell? <laughs> do, <yeah. laughs> no, do you remember, if you remember Petticoat Junction, that was the name of the little town that they were in. Petticoat uh, Junction, you have to be my age to know this stuff. No, I'm so, you know what, I think I'm just a little younger than you are. That's, that's so inspiring for yeah, no, me. <laughs> well, uh, Green Acres was a show, 
And, yeah, I remember that. And what they Fun did is they shared. Is the pro- yeah. <laughs> yeah, they shared. They shared characters, and they had a they had a Mr. Whipple and some other people, and those guys came from Petticoat Junction, which was around this little tiny backwater southern town, and uh, pig crossed the street, and you know that kind of stuff, right? They had a pig crossing, and uh, anyhow, so at that place, the water tower, um, it said Hooterville up there, <laughs> and I'm sure there was an inside joke at NBC or whoever was the producer back then, but. Right, 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 right. They, who knew what it would grow into? <laughs> no, you know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna kick your behind because now all I'm gonna have running through my head is, "Darling, I love you, but give me Park Avenue." <laughs> <laughs> oh no! <laughs> the theme song from Green Acres. That's a personal favorite. So, uh, well, hey, um, uh, I don't know what our timing is, but uh, uh, do you want to get started on some, uh, some? Marketing promotion. Yeah, let's stuff. jump right into it. You know, one of the things, Randy, that uh, Mark had a really neat experience with was uh, a way that he promoted himself to get inside of, of a major chain that uh, is very well known in the coffee bean industry and is probably the most well known name, and that's uh, Starbucks. Mark, why don't you uh, lead off? Tell us a little bit about that. Thanks, Mac. Um, yeah, it was uh, it was pretty interesting. It was 1999, and I had. Uh, just sold a, um, a company the year before and um, was kind of riding that, the endorphin rush you get from doing that and decided to start another one, which was going to be e-commerce software for, for the everyman, for somebody that has 50 bucks in their pocket. They could start a website that would sell products, and it would have a shopping cart, and we built some really unique technology for that. And um, the, a couple of the cool things on that company is the company lasted a total of 10 months, and was profitably sold after 10 months. Um, so that was kind of exciting. That's fabulous. Um, and that's, that's really, you know, when we, we started Exit Path, it was a direct result of having started and sold companies and doing it typically within about 24 months. Now, we're still advocates if, in fact, you, um, you are going to run your company into a hole or if you're not enjoying it anymore, of finding a way to have an Exit Path. And whether that's bringing in really good management um, and having those people take over some of the day-to-day, or if it means selling your company, or if it means some other strategic relationship that might uh, provide a big brother to help you or to, to take some of the weight off. Because as you build companies, you'll find that they're not always that fun anymore at one point, or you're not having fun doing what you're doing. Only 50% of the time are you having fun. And so we think it's really important that people are really living their passions and um, living in that fun as much as they can. Absolutely. Life's too short. Absolutely. I mean, that's something that, you know, we always express to people strongly. You spent more than 80% of your time at work, and you should not consider it work. That's, that's a, a whole chunk of your life gone away. So, yes, and passion exudes passion. Oh, absolutely. Yep. You can't walk into our environment and not have fun. That's the deal. So, listen, so what, what we did is we had this little piece of software, and we finally got it done, and it was really cool. And it, would, you know, it, it didn't take up much room. It was about four megabytes in size, so it was downloadable. And we were, um, one of my employees was out coding one day, and he grabbed a tape, and it was, um, it was the Starbucks founder, um, Howard Schultz, was talking about how he built the company, coming from Pete's Coffee and doing all the stuff he did to, to become Starbucks. And this is 1999, so Starbucks was still, I mean, you know, just like they are today, they were still on a real rapid rise, and they were doing a little bit of merchandising. If you walked into a Starbucks, you might find the, the um, Cranium game, which was the first thing that they started merchandising. Right, with. right. Well, thanks. Well, Howard's an actual investor in Cranium. So, um, and he, he only put in 100 grand to start, and I think he's into it a little more now, but it is the most successful game um, launch ever. 
and it continues to be one of the most uh, profitable game companies. Okay, and part of that is because they've got this unique distribution channel called Starbucks. And so interesting. Okay, because I wasn't aware of that. Now that you're saying that, I am. You know, I'm I'm trying to think of my experience going in there, and that's true. Okay. Well, I'm going to put this. I want to I want to go to thirty thousand feet for a second because the most important part on this isn't the fact that we got into Starbucks. Is that you build promotions? Anytime you're promoting or marketing or trying to get any kind of market momentum with your product, you can't think of it in terms of a single event. You have to think of it in terms of a program or a process. And if you do that, then you'll consistently stay creative and you'll con- continue to do more and new and fresher and more exciting things. And you'll do them uh, every week or uh, twice a week or twice a month or whatever happens to be the cycle that you can support from your, your resources and your manpower and your excitement of your company and products. Okay. Okay. No, let me ask you a question then because you intrigued me with this. All right. And it's true. So you, you have, all right, your end goal or, or let's say part of your end goal is, is an event or um, a significant um, experience, let's say. Or, uh, yeah, a significant experience. What are the processes that, when you talk about putting processes in place to create momentum, what are you specifically talking about? Well, I I think it's, um, for us, every time we look at an event or at um, a goal, we break it down and, and we do that little Stephen Covey 101, which is begin with the end in mind. And so we say, what do we want to accomplish here? And then we go back to the beginning and say, where are we at now? And we go from the from what we want to accomplish and what does it look like 30 seconds before that goal is reached? And what does it look like 30 minutes and a day and three days and five days and a week? And based on where we're at today. And then by doing that, we can look at the micro events that we have to do to make that end result happen. That end result might be reaching a million dollars in revenue or a quarter million or a hundred thousand or ten thousand a month or a thousand dollars a month or whatever it is. And so we take those, we take those goals, and, and because we're in a business and we want to make money and we want to continue to provide our employees with a great place to work and, and fun, we, um, we have dollars are kind of one of the indicators. But the other is brand presence. The other is clicks to our site, if that's measurable. Okay. The other might be when, um, you know, for some of our employees, it's waking up and seeing their picture in the newspaper along, you know, with a, a press release that got printed. Or it might be um, a magazine article that somebody wrote on us. Or it might be their, their picture on the package of a product. Or it might be something that we said being quoted and not even, you know, not even recognized as being us because it was significant. So, but we, like, we think dollars are a really neat way to measure things because it allows us to do a lot. Right. And so, so we might start with a goal, a financial goal, or we might start with a number of impressions goal, which is really important to us because impressions eventually result in either sales or at least in recognition. And that recognition can convert to better business overall long term. Absolutely. Does that make sense? Yeah, it makes what do you guys what do you guys think? I think Mark's uh, right on the money and uh with in terms of what he's uh discussing here and, and being able to take a look at, at the future, what your plan is, you you gotta I I I think he's right on the spot where he says, you know, think with the end in mind, start with the end in mind, how do you get there, map out a, a pathway, uh, begin looking at what kind of uh, strategies you can employ, and how can you better mark yourself until you get to that point, how can you create a good public uh, response, create the publicity around your product, around your ideas, and, and Mark's, you know, hitting 
right around all those those aspects and, and more. So, yeah. And, and beyond that, he's, he's somebody that's walked through that path uh, himself many times before, so he, he understands a little bit about the, the dynamics. It's not just somebody talking from a standpoint that it looks good on paper. So, no, that, absolutely. And that, that adds extra credibility. No, absolutely. And you know what I find interesting is, because it's true, if you sit down to start a project and you think, okay, I've got this one project to do. Let me do all of the stuff to do this project. Two things. One is you end up doing something that you don't realize that you could actually use to duplicate across the board. Uh-huh, right. Okay? So you're actually making the process easier for yourself. And something else that I like that you said was, if you're starting, like, reverse, my, my husband likes to call it reverse engineering something. Yes. You know? Um, if you start doing it that way, you really come out with, like, a five-pronged approach, let's say instead of working really, really hard to develop something and it sort of starts small and you keep having to reinvent it. Really taking a look and going, you know what, I want to be a, a megastar. How do I be a megastar? Well, you know, I can be, I can contact TV stations, I can contact movie stations, I can contact radio stations, I can contact, you know, whatever. And make sure you're blanketing it so that at the end of the day, you're getting what you want, and you've covered all your bases. I like how you I like how you position that. I think that's very it's a very true statement. Boy, your your husband and I would totally jive because the reverse engineering thing is exactly what we do, and that's actually the term because we're geeks here. Is that the term we use is reverse engineering? So no, geeks are in. Oh, right on, man! It's yeah. so gr- I'm so glad finally. Day <laughs> <laughs> in court. Yeah. Um. <laughs> you know, minus the pocket protector things, but I think you guys have overcome that. No, yeah, oh yeah, yeah, totally cool. Yeah. We now use moose. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That's great. That's great. Okay, so now you've, you've, you know, sort of... We define a process. Okay. Okay, so we define a process, and that's exactly it. In fact, um, I used to own an ad agency, and on the back wall of the supply closet, it said, reuse everything. And people thought I was just a recycling junkie, and it wasn't at all. I wasn't like that. I was a little green, but not that green. (laughs) Reuse everything meant that if we developed a process, or in advertising, you end up developing what are called comps, um, Mm -hmm. which are are the the three or four or ten logo ideas that you've got for a client, or the brochure ideas, the layouts, and those things. So what I'd make sure is that when our employees were doing these comps, um, that we didn't just make them for that client. We made them so that if, because the client's only going to pick one of them. They can only run with one of them. So um, what we would do is make sure that the other three to nine that were left, um, we could actually repurpose for another client so that their, the creative energy of our employees wasn't burned up every time we had a new prospect that we had to go try to satisfy. Oh, how interesting. You know, something that's excellent. Because you know what? I, I personally uh-huh. tend to not do that. <laughs> Well, have you ever looked at your life and looked at it in terms of those processes without getting total, you know, total, uh, you know, anal retentive on it and saying, oh, everything needs to be broken down into, you know, micro pieces. But uh, do you have children yet? No. Okay. Yeah, yeah well, I have stepchildren. I have stepchildren. Excellent. Okay. So the, the kid thing, it's really important because I've, I've got three rugrats. And as I'm approaching, you know, as, uh, I've got a son that's um, nine years old. And so I had him clean the battery terminals on my car the other day and then put new ends on them and new bolts and put it all together. So he was totally clueless. But I had a little process, and I made sure that the process was real simple. It wasn't how to clean battery terminals. It was how to use nuts and bolts, you know, how to use wrenches, um, how to break something loose without doing, um, you know, using brute force, and then how to clean stuff. And by taking those three processes, which generically apply to everything, 
he was able to go and do that. And he had fun, and he had you know a lot of self-esteem out of it and those things. Yeah, that's awesome. Now he wants to drive the car. It's becoming a problem, but I think we're, we're working on that. Uh, yeah, let him drive the car. Just put, like, bumper, you know, just put, like, uh, pillows or something all around. Should have him fix the dishwasher, Mark. Yeah, no. Hey, Mick, I don't want to know what your problems are over there, okay? <laughs> oh, God. I just, yeah. That's all right, so, so okay, so, Pierre, let's, let's, uh, let's talk about how we got into Starbucks. Okay. So, I'm hungry. I, I, what happens, my employee listens to this tape, and he hands it to me and says, you sound a lot like Howard Schultz towards e-commerce and software and, and that stuff. Um, you sound a lot like that in comparison to Howard Schultz and coffee. So I listened to the tape and I found this really, a really great resonance in Howard Schultz. So um, what I did is I thought, how could we get into Starbucks and have them merchandise our products like they are Cranium? Okay. That's, okay. Okay. That, that's that's a, a, a big task. Good for you. Right. So we broke it down and we said, well, you know what? We're probably not going to do it in a single punch. Um, we tried, you know, I, I looked up phone numbers, and we tried to make phone calls, and we just could not get through the barrier. So we had to create some kind of excitement. Plus, they were on a huge growth tear, and he was so distracted with all the stuff he had going on. But I knew that he had an investment in Cranium. That was some of our research helped to find that, and we found that through press. We are actually looking through Inc. Magazine's um, press archives uh, way back when, and that's how we found Cranium and their little investment um, from Howard Schultz and how that investment led to a thumbs up for them putting their game, which nobody would think you'd go to a coffee shop to go see a cerebral game, but it worked. Absolutely. So what we did is we uh, found a really great uh, animation artist out in New York who was looking for a way to showcase some of his talent so he would work relatively inexpensively. And what he did for us is he put together coffee cups that are zooming in and out on an animation. Now, I'm going to make this animation available so that you can download it, but just so you know, it's only, it, the only thing we've been able to get it to run on is a Macintosh on System 9 or, or OS 10 Classic mode. So there's going to be a lot of the world that won't be able to see it, but you'll still be able to download it, and everybody knows somebody that has a Mac, right? Okay. <laughs> I heard that. That was tongue-in-cheek, wasn't it? <laughs> Very nice. <laughs> I thought you were creative, girl. <laughs> I am, but I, 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 sh I just sort of share my creativity and allow someone else to let deploy it for me. Oh, excellent! Right on. <laughs> Delegation one on one. Yeah. Okay, so what we did is we took and we we created this animation with a very hip um, uh, techno tune that was being that was very popular in the New York nightclubs. So it was a bit ahead of the Seattle curve, but it was um, it was cool nonetheless. And uh, it, the, the lyric on it was, come and see the urn. The urn, like coffee urn. Right, right, okay. <laughs> right. So it was real cool, real techno. And we took this animation, which had like half a dozen coffee cups zooming in and out of the screen. And it was actually just a screensaver. And we did every name. This is pre-spam being a problem, uh, okay. email spam. Okay. So we took it and we, we grabbed this uh, animation piece. It was two megabytes in size. It was fairly large. But we emailed it and a link to it to every name we could think of in Starbucks directory. So oh. we didn't know too many people. We knew one person that was in, in uh, administration there, and that's what we found just when we were making our phone calls. Okay. But, but we also figured that, that was we didn't want to have somebody throttle our idea that didn't get the whole picture. So we, we came up with every name we could, 
uh-huh. in every every combination we could, and we sent out um, a few, quite a few hundred emails on this two megabyte file, and we had it shipped at night, uh, emailed at night, and um, it arrived there. And uh, a few days later, we got a couple phone calls back, uh, finally responding to our calls, and, and they said essentially their thing was, "Huh? What's this?" That's so, so we call cool. It, we call it the Scooby-Doo factor. <laughs> well, uh, uh, yeah, <laughs> exactly. That's so, great. So we got an excellent Scooby-Doo uh, resu- result on that one. And so we backed that up with, a short time later, um, uh, within five days, actually, we had our internal graphic design flash guy put together what's called a microsite. And um, things like PR are viral in nature. Does everybody know what that means? You know, why don't you explain that a little bit for the listening audience, please? Okay. Viral marketing is a really important component anytime you're using the web. And what it means is that your message or product or thing, whatever you get out there, has enough legs, enough excitement, and enough buzz that it actually gets spread by people. Now, we've seen it with the dancing baby animation that happened back in the late 90s or early, uh, early thousands. Right, yeah, like McBeal. Right, exactly. In fact, yeah. Now, if you see that, that, remember, that was an animation that was viral on the web from a guy sitting in front of his computer at, um, at uh, one of the big, uh, the big cool animation mainframe companies down in Silicon Valley. Um, anyhow, he, he, uh, he put that together, and that was just kind of their demo of their technology. And as a result of that, he sent it to a friend who sent it to a friend who sent it to a friend, and you get this kind of bad multi-level marketing thing that happens. Right, right, right. But it, but it doesn't, and the only end result of that is, is excitement and brand recognition. Right. Okay? So that's what happened with that original piece. So that's viral marketing. Viral marketing has a life of its own. When, um, currently, when I put out a press release, I just did one Tuesday. We do one every Tuesday and typically Thursday as well. We put out a press release, and it went to 10 different markets. From computer, uh, from software, to uh, about half a dozen business markets, and as a result of that, we've seen our press release show up in places we never thought it'd show up because somebody got excited about the message and they passed it on to somebody. They call it pass-on rate in typical media. And Brandy, you're probably aware of what that is. You know, I mean, that's really. I mean, I always say the best the best form of advertising or promotion is word of mouth. Yes. Because you're, you, it's almost like being given an endorsement. You oh, know. Yeah. Exactly, from a warm body that you know. Right, that has no agenda, f- you know, for the company except for to share something with you that they think is really cool. Yeah. And that's an awesome thing because, you know, there's so much going on in everyone's lives. If someone that you know turns around and says, hey, you've got to check this out, it's actually going to give you a tickle during your day or it's going to help you solve a problem or make you more money, you're more apt to look at it than, you know, being barraged sometimes by traditional advertising. You bet. And depending on your relationship with that person... Um, you will either have give it a ton of credibility or a little bit of credibility or at least some minimal interest. Um, and so there's a book called The Diffusion of Innovations. And if you're a total, total geek and you want to really learn about how marketing happens, you'll get that book because it talks about, it's the one that defines what an early adopter is mm-hmm. and a late early adopter and a late adopter. And a, well, know. let's talk about early adopters are people that adopt technology before they've actually become mainstream. Yes. Um, which is interesting. So people listening, let's say, for example, to online radio, those people tend to be early adopters. They're ahead of the trend. They're going to spend, you know, they're usually white-collar professionals or they, they don't have any issues per- making large purchases over the Internet. Right. Um, so terrific. 
Yeah, in fact, I, I live now by, um, by online radio because I can pick my stations, I can pick the genre, and, um, and I find that the content much more relevant than um, might be through, uh, and I'm not going to cut down on the, you know, the major media companies, but when it gets filtered through the system of, of the media process, sometimes you lose um, some of the reality, some of the real energy, and some of the real newness. Because um, a, a, a song is not a chart topper, but it might be a really rocking song. Oh, 100%. I think what you're seeing too now, which is really neat, I think you brought up a, a cool point, and this is a little off topic, but that the media being what it was, you know, sometimes when you, when you get to a certain place, you know, things become very um, staid. And yeah. I hate to say it that way, nor cut anyone else down. But now it's really cool because, you know, before it was, you know, you had Mike Wallace and you had, you know, just all the people in media that were, that were bringing you the voice of the world versus today now we're having this new capability where people who are just really bright individuals are having the ability to shine because of this new technology and the fact that, you know, Internet radio is available and podcasting and all of these other crazy cool ways of getting information. So there's a lot more information out there, but there's a lot of new voices to hear from. And I think that's kind of exciting because we're on this new next wave of what's to come in media. Absolutely. And what's interesting for me is that somebody like myself who doesn't have a background in this kind of, uh, or doesn't have a, um, a degree in media can actually have a presence and can actually contribute at a high level. Mm-hmm. So, anyhow. No, absolutely. You know what? I am getting flagged by our, by our handsome producer over here that we must go thank our advertisers, Mark and David and Mick. Let's stand by, and we'll be right back with Cover Story. WebmasterRadio.fm, the addiction that's good for you. Merchants offer your customers a billing solution with zero chargeback risk. Introducing DuoCash. DuoCash. And the revolutionary card that's just like using cash on the net. No credit card or bank account required. DuoCash is available wherever prepaid calling cards are sold or online at DuoCash.com. So ensure your customers' online experience anywhere they see PayByCash.com or DuoCash. And don't leave money on the table. Sign up with DuoCash, the official prepaid shopping card of the internet. DuoCash. Over 4,000 clients around the world are utilizing effective content-based solutions from InfoSearch Media with the expertise of over 200 professional copywriters to work for you. Studies show that the number one factor visitors consider before making a purchase online is trust. And nothing creates more trust and loyalty than well-written, informative content. High-quality content also generates free search engine traffic. Content is definitely king. Visit InfoSearch media.com today a rose by any other name would still be the same move over shakespeare you need to differentiate yourself from your competition do it by aligning yourself with a company who has earned the trust of jupiter media the nhl and lionsgate films among others moniker.com is the most secure ICANN accredited register on the planet offering you domain registration hosting domain sales and acquisition services wrap that up with 24 7 support that's your winning Combination M O N I K E R dot com. More than a name. WebmasterRadio.fm. Welcome to the place your competitors get their edge. Jump on it. We're here for you 24 7. Commercials off. Now back to Cover Story. We're reserving a headline for you. 
Hey everyone, welcome back. I'm Brandi Shapiro-Babin and I'm joined with my co-host David McGinnis of PR Web and respectively Mick Jolly of PR Web and our special guest this afternoon is Mark Effinger, the president of Rich Content. Welcome back. Hey. <laughs> so where were we before we took our break to thank our awesome advertisers? Let me. Um, I'm going to backtrack just a second and mm-hmm. and just remind everyone that wh- where we started on this was a desire to get our product out in the marketplace, which was an e-commerce software for small businesses, and we used um, a a really small little animation of coffee cups with a cool techno beat behind it to get Howard Schultz's attention. So um, that's that was the first part. Right. Well, the second part of that was, how do you follow up that? That in itself didn't get Howard Schultz to call my phone and say, hey, let's do a deal. Right, and what was the messaging? I mean, because now you're, you're doing something that's creating a message, but they're unsure of exactly what the message is that you're creating or what you're asking for anyway. Right, all we did was get some buzz. Okay. And buzz is good as long as you can contain it and at least make it do something. There's... um. Uh, so what we did is we had to have a follow-up component that said, we want to do business with you, but make it in almost a coy way. If we break down the door with Howard, he's kind of a, a very, he's a granola guy. And even though he's got real deep business sense. Right, he'd be offended. He, yeah, he comes from more of, a, more of an organic kind of background. So we wanted to be able to subtly say, hey, we've got a cool thing, and we thought that maybe you might think it's cool. But we used the language that Howard used in his book. So one of the things that he said, and this will be a download that anybody can run because it's a flash download. Um, We used a thing called the third place. Okay. And the third place was what Howard calls the the place between your home and work and school and work, or school and home. Okay? So anytime you're traveling between those two, you go to the third place. And so that's what Starbucks is. Ah, very interesting. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. Okay. Yeah. so, So that being the third place, it doesn't have the value of work and it doesn't have the heart of home, it has something else. And it has community, uh, which we know is very important on the web, is developing community. 100%. That's what we're all about here at Webmaster Radio. You betcha. You can tell. (laughs) (laughs) I read the content on it regularly. Ah, you're wonderful. Thank you. Unbelievable. So we've got that. You've got that component. So we wanted community. So we had to speak in terms that Howard would relate to. So we created a, a flash miniature website called a microsite that was essentially about eight pages total and very quick read that, that used simple animations and a website metaphor and connections to our actual web pages that existed at the time to help Howard see that what we were trying to do was make the fact that it's already, we, that we get the idea of the third place. We speak his language, not, again, not in a condescending way. We speak his language in a resonant way. Oh, you say the third place, we absolutely know where you're coming from. That's what we think, too. We think, because we know that deals go down at Starbucks and we make things happen. And I shared with him a story of being in Palo Alto and standing in line at a Starbucks and a, a technology guy talking about some new technology in kind of a raised voice. And literally three people from different sides of the room mobbed him and said, that is so cool, what's that all about? And an investor got out of line. The guy, it was two people in front of me. He gets out of line, and he sits down, and he says, what are you guys talking about? And essentially, they built a company right there. I'm standing in Starbucks in Palo Alto, and they're building a company. That's inspiring. That's really, you know, it's, it's, that's very, that's inspiring. Oh, it's, it's the way it should be. I mean, and you see a lot more of that happening, but it's, 
it, you know, there, unless you can be everywhere at once, it's hard to see it all coming together. But I know that that happens thousands of times, uh, you know, a week um, through the Starbucks and the, and the Dietrich's copies and the rest of the people of the world, right? Mm-hmm. So what we did is we sent them this little microsite, and the microsite had did a couple of things that were really important. It branded us because it had our brand on every page. It showed our brand in alignment with Starbucks brand. It used a combination of our colors and Starbucks colors so that when he saw the piece, even if his eyes were blurred and he couldn't read a word and he didn't have time, right, he right. thought that we, were, we got his message. Right, 100%. Which, uh, you mirrored him, basically. Yeah, exactly, yeah. But we, it, we did, yeah, exactly. And in NLP, we would have been, right, we would have been exactly that. So we created an environment that was very familiar to him. It didn't look like something that had come from an outside company trying to get into his company. It looked like it came from his inside people trying to share the direction that they thought they could go. And that, oh. in, that intimacy and warmth came through. Oh, but that's awesome. That is awesome. Okay, continue the story. I'm, I'm... All, right. All right, so, so it was really cool. So finally we get a call from, uh, from his executive secretary that, uh, that got us into a meeting with him. And eventually I met him face-to-face um, down here in Portland. Uh, and he ended up, uh, just six months after that event, making an acquisition play for a company called Tazo Tea. So, okay. What that got for us was it got us inside of him and the opportunity to do a demo of our product in his, he has special stores throughout the country that are set up in diverse demographics to see if a product will actually be successful. Oh, so when interesting. You, when you see a CD on the shelf that has certain songs, you find out that that's an aggregate of all the people that they've got at the different stores and the comments that they have on the different radio stuff. You oh, how interesting. Okay. You may notice when you walk into a Starbucks, sometimes there are just people that are sitting around taking notes, and we're not talking about notes because they're writing for the school paper. <laughs> they're actually writing about the, the Starbucks experience from that specific Starbucks, from that demographic people or, or uh, um, echo demographic, um, and they put those pieces together. So we got in front of, uh, of him, and it was... was really fun about that is between the excitement of that event, which we publicized um, pretty wildly at the time, and we did the same thing with a company called Camera World. Once we figured out the formula of tying all of your PR, marketing, and promotion together and not making a single press release or a single promotion, but building a program that lasts on and on and on and that you can continue to build on, and you can continue to drive it in new directions and carve out new niches. That right that by doing that, we built a program and we were able to get cameraworld.com, which was at that time the largest online camera resource. We were able to get them to bundle our product with over a million of their cameras. Oh, my God. That's amazing. Now, what was the product? It's the same software, that e-commerce software. <laughs> it is the same. Okay. Yeah. So we, what we found was one of the problems was people didn't know. They would download our product for free, and then it would take them anywhere from five to seven weeks for them to actually unlock the code for the percentage that unlocked it, you know, which meant they paid their 50 bucks and they got into our system and they started hosting with us. Okay. So we found that the biggest, the biggest roadblock was people could, they couldn't figure out how to get the images of their products onto this little web uh, application that we created. So by bundling it with digital cameras we, and, and scanners, we got rid of that barrier. And we saw the, the rate go from six weeks, uh, you know, five to seven weeks average, but from roughly six weeks down to two weeks. So they would download, and then two weeks later, they would have their site up, and they'd be paying us money. Oh, how interesting. And, and using, and, and then you, were, you also had the ability to use 
uh, a major distributor to bundle you in, so your sales channel was just, uh, I mean, it was Instantaneous. Simple. Yep. We sold the company just two months later. Wow. Now, how long did it take you, let's say, cold call through fruition to you, for you to create that bundle deal? Uh, oh, the bundle about, um, about five weeks total for us on that one after we had all of our materials in place and we were creating press excitement with um, uh, different websites and also different in uh, you know, print media. Um, what we did is we bundled up that stuff that we were creating, our online download sites that gave us five stars and, and feedback we got from customers and um, the different magazines that wrote on our product and the newspaper clippings and those things. And we bundled that together and we sent that to the people at Camera World um, including the, you know, the, the handshake deal with, uh, with Starbucks and the rest. And that came, brought us to the secondary and tertiary um, excitement stage. And in five weeks, we had a deal done. They wanted to do the deal the day we walked in. That's fabulous. Now, what direction were they wanting to go the same direction you were going? They, they wanted to add, the way we made, we made it very easy for them. They paid us a quarter per copy of our software. They did all the duplication. They did everything else they needed to do. And we got 100% um, uh, of the upgrade, which was $50 when people bought the product. Oh, but what it did is it added a value-added component called e-commerce, which was all the rage, to mm -hmm. every camera they sold. Right. So it so allowed them at a, at, a, at a low point of entry to keep their core competency, partner themselves with a company that knew what they were doing, and hopefully have like, an advantage over their competitors. Exactly. It was, it was high buzz for us and, and for them as well. So, which is, which in fact, they were closing down. At the time we did that, they had elected to close down their store and just go .com. They called themselves CameraWorld.com from Camera World of Oregon. So. How interesting. I mean, it, it's interesting to see, you know, because we, the, the, the companies that exist both Dirt World as well as online versus the ones that are, that are online. Did you say Dirt World? Yeah. <laughs> I love that. I, Dirt World. It sounds like a bad sci-fi with Kevin Costner. Hey, well, <laughs> I, I, call, I call the guys over at PR Web Mass Roots, and I'm, I'm Grassroots. Oh, that rocks. That's great. <laughs> well, can, I, can I comment a, a little on a PR Web thing that we're finding? Um, what do you think, boys? <laughs> we what, what, do you, what do you got for us, man? Well, here's, here's the deal. We've been, we do um, daily metrics on our activity with PR Web. In other words, how many people view a page that our press release is on, which means that they'll see the link, and how many people click through, and that kind of stuff. We have press releases now that we have measurable going back for uh, nearly two years now. So we can watch two years' worth of activity, and we can see press releases that get excitement and what happens. We're, ha we're finding this new thing that we're, we're kind of, uh, we're, uh, in, Brandy's, uh, in Brandy's verbiage, we're creating a, our, our own kind of buzzword for this thing. And we've used... We've used a lot of different ways to get our message out very quickly and very effectively. One of them is called pay-per-click. You're pretty familiar with that, right, Brandy? Absolutely. All right. So we've used Google AdWords and Overture and Mama and, and all the different pay-per-click engines. And those have been really great because you get pretty quick response. 15 to 30 minutes, you're up and, and you know what keywords people are using and those kinds of things. But what we've been doing recently is we've been looking at our old press releases as we send out new press releases. And we're finding that because a lot of the old press releases are relating to our newer, our new, you know, continuing to talk about our existing technology, 
every time we put a press release up, a new one, if it's in the same grouping as an old press release, which we're covering on a quick start that we'll send out to you guys as well, is it sends traffic to our old press release, which sends information to the client, which links them back to specific pages on our website, which gets sales. Yay. So we have, there's pay-per-click, and then there's persistent pay-per-click. We're calling PR now persistent pay-per-click because a press release I did two years ago is driving sales today. Right. Not just from people picking it up, but from people reading the new press release, seeing a link to the old press release underneath it, looking at the, the, the real cool title, clicking on it, sending them to the, uh, to the new page, and it, it creates additional excitement. Pretty cool, anyhow. So persistent pay-per-click, that's the stuff. Yeah, I love that. That's a great buzzword, and it's true. And that's also, you know, one of those things we always like to say to people is, remember what you put out there. Remember what your messaging is. Be very, very careful, because what you put out on the web, you know, is going to be out there. Randy, I have a uh, story for you. We, along the lines of what you just said, we had a guy that, you know, had some year 2000 predictions that the world was going to end, and then <laughs> the other. And... Um, you know, like two years ago, he comes to us and says, you got to take this press release off the web. I'm trying to get a job, and nobody's taking me seriously. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> Be careful what you put out there in the Internet. Oh, I mean, really? You're do a background check and say, no, I'm not going to hire this kook. He, he thought the world was going to end. Right, right, exactly. <laughs> How funny is that? That's and so anyway, and then the, um, to back up Mark's point, this morning I was looking for a piece of software and I couldn't find it directly through Google, but I found an article on, on CNET that was reviewing a couple of similar products, and, and I was able to get to it that way. So, so articles on the web are a really, really good way to find what you're looking for. You, you know, good, so um, search engine. Yeah, agreed. Yeah. Agreed, because once again, it's also that third-party endorsement, right. which is nice, you know? And, and it's true. It's interesting. You know, like I all the time... I'm always doing searches, Webmaster Radio, Webmaster Radio, and seeing, like, what pops up when I type in Webmaster Radio. You know, is it our press release? Is it, is it, is it a press release that someone else has done on our behalf? Is it, you know, pickups from someplace else? And it's very, it's, it's interesting to see how that information also get, does get filtered. And what ranks above something else? You know, so you do need to be careful um, in, in your verbiage and what you say and stay really, really consistent. And, and what you say, and don't make um, pronouncements that you can't stand behind, because it's very easy for someone to whip out, um, you know, a printed version of what you've what you put out on the web, and say, "Well, you're saying this now, but four months ago, you really said something quite different." Yes. One of the nice features that we've uh, been able to exploit, also on that same on the same PR web resource, is the fact that we can go in at a later date and clean up a press release from something that that um, maybe needed to change, whether it was simple as a link to the right page on the website or um, a statistic that changed or something like that. So it's been really effective for us as a way to update dynamic content and not be stuck in something that, you know, and, and have to either remove it, which we'd lose our link ability, or, or replace it. So Right, which is phenomenal, which is, which is phenomenal. It's a great way to keep yourself fresh, keep yourself accurate, and make sure that people are, are on, on par with you. So, Absolutely. Yeah. Yes, PR web rocks. <laughs> <laughs> Why did that sound like a Bon Jovi concert? Because I, I want to go to a Bon Jovi concert. So, but listen, we are going to take a quick break, and uh, we'll be right back with cover story. Bon 
boxer shorts or blazer. Come dressed as you are at webmasterradio.fm. Attention webmasters. Wish you could convert more web traffic into cash? No need to rub a lamp. Just click on genienose.com. Install a co-branded search box on your site or incorporate paid listings XML into search results. Add at your command. Genienose.com pays cash for each result your users click on. Enjoy prompt payment and superior customer service. Earn even more through our co-branded referral program. Genie knows how to deliver results. G-E-N-I-E-K-N-O-W-S.com. Proud sponsor of the Webmaster World. More and more women are experiencing amazing pleasures, enjoying playful chocolates from PlayfulCash.com. All natural gourmet Colombian treats that are simply sinful. As a PlayfulCash.com affiliate, you'll enjoy weekly payouts up to 50% on all sales of these trademark and patented products. Multiple payout options, 5% referral fees, and private labeling available. Isn't life sweet when playful is highly profitable? For more money-making info, visit PlayfulCash.com today. Contrary to what your mother told you, you cannot be all things to all people. You can, however, focus on your primary business and ensure your success by outsourcing technical projects to a company who is forward-thinking, solutions-oriented, and works as a complete extension of your organization. No need to do it over and over again. SRK Consulting can develop integrated automation programs, programming in most major languages and operating systems. SRKConsulting.com, making sure your mother is all Always proud. WebmasterRadio.fm. Keep your headphones handy and the feed loaded. We never stop. Do you? Commercials off. Now back to cover story. We're reserving a headline for you. Hey everyone, we are back uh, with this edition of Cover Story. Uh, our special guest this afternoon is Mark Effinger of Rich Content. Welcome back. Well, thank you. Thank you. God, we've covered a lot, a, a lot of stuff today. I mean, you know, you, you are such an interesting guest. Oh, well, Brandy, come on. <laughs> oh, shush. Oh, I am come, gonna, come on. on. You know what? No, because you know what? I love you give such a different perspective to things. The fact that, you know, I love the ability to, you know, you look at reverse engineering something, taking and saying, you know what? Instead of saying, you know, I know I got to start off as a lounge singer, then I'm going to work my way. No, you're like, I'm going to be a superstar. What do I need to do to be a superstar? And then work your way back so you cover all those bases. Act as you want to already be there, and these things will come, both like obviously from a spiritual sort of aspect as well as just doing proper business planning and making sure you've got all of those prongs working together so that you're out there doing the best business you can. Well, Brandy, as you know, and I know, I know David's humble beginnings on PR Web is that there are so many factors that are working against us as we build our businesses and try to make things work. And there are so many times when you, you want to throw up your hands and just say, forget it. David, David shared with me a story about when he was in his early days and he had moved the company from Texas up to, up to um, Ferndale, Washington, and he had an offer on his little fledgling company that was, you know, that was just barely scraping by, and he turned the offer down, even though it was at the time the money that he needed. He really needed that money to, to survive. And of course, you know, it's amazing what things will show up in your life when you actually are committed to something and you've got your mind and your spirit aligned. You know what? Amen. Amen. And and also too, what you were saying, and then unfortunately, um, enough time. We never have enough time to spend with you, but we are drawing near the end of the hour. 
uh, is just a fact of look at the companies that you want to do business with, learn who they are, understand who they are, and find a unique way to stand out so that you can meet your end goal. And that was an excellent point you brought out today, Mark. Oh, thanks. It, but on, on top of that, Brandy, what I really want to emphasize, I can't emphasize enough, is the fact that you don't just do one thing. You do, you figure out the series of events and you do them, you know, in, in whatever sequence seems to make sense and you fine tune that as you're going along, of course. But, like, we don't, we don't do a single press release and a press packet and a media program and a sales program. We do it, we integrate all those pieces together as much as possible and we'll do, uh, we'll do 12 weeks worth of press releases and behind every press release we'll do a specific press kit and we'll do a specific promotion on the website. We'll make a landing page on the website, and we'll do additional download locations for it through different websites, and we'll try to make every one of our efforts uh, create a huge synergy for the company. You know, we're, we're a business that's continually driving to, to create great products, and because of that, we've got to go through that whole process again and again and again. So hopefully we've perfected some components of it, and we've made it so that it's, it's easier for us to do, but we know that a single event is not going to create the results we want. It's being consistent, doing it over and over and over, as you know in the advertising Yeah, world. no, which is, you're right, repetition, repetition, repetition. And if people want to get a hold of you, because I think you're such a great resource for people to build their business, really take a look and see, you know, I've got this great idea product. How do they get a hold of you so you can help bring their dreams to life? You know, the, the best ways are to go to um, uh, two things. Go to richcontent.com, one word, richcontent.com. Perfect. And, and they can fill out the form that's on our, on our contact page there. And they can also email me directly at meme at exitpath.com. And ExitPath is our business development company. Fabulous. All right, Mark, we have to uh, run because we're off to do another show, but we so thank you for being here. Um, boys at PR Web, thank you again for another terrific show. You're the best. Thank you, Brandy. And thank you, Mark. Dave. Awesome. Thank you, Mick. All right, you guys, we will see you next week on Cover Story because we're reserving a headline for you.